Uh, it's time for one of the most popular features we've ever done on the show. Loved by many, adored by all. It's the, fe it's the feature that all the boys want to be and the girls want to be with, raising the bar for arts radio in the UK. Did you write that? It's the penultimate Did WTF. You write that? What, yeah. What's that film? And your requests have continued to flood in for Mark to flex his cinematic knowledge. Uh, we'll get to some new ones presently, but first, Mark, last week we had a plea from Dave B, who wanted you and only you to identify this long lost film. American, set mostly in the 1930s, centres around a murder. The key scene involves a man trying to escape the city he's in by just driving away. He comes across a road closed sign, he drives through it. Soon afterwards, he's confronted with the evidence that his perception of reality is all virtual and so on, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's been solved. You'll be delighted to know. You'll be delighted to know. Mm -hmm. Dozens of responses on this one. Here's Andy. If only, Mark, you had called Kim Newman this week. You, <laughs> instead of, you instead of it was a great ghost getaway. It. Dave B. described a mostly 1930s movie with an element of time travel. The film didn't actually include time travel. Instead, the characters were in a Matrix-style simulation. In production at the same time, in 1999, the movie in question was lost in the hype of The Matrix. Going straight to video, I first watched The 13th Floor when the great Kim Newman mentioned it as uh, in his video dungeon feature Ooh. in a popular magazine whose name empire will surely be redacted and it was the 13th floor is one of the best straight to video movies of that era when video shops were still a thing and worth a look if you can find it so that's the answer okay and in fact if kim had indeed put it in his video dungeon I, i've never seen it so again i haven't forgotten about it i've just never seen it but that's what kim's video dungeon is there for i want you to bear with me on this bear because with. although it's got WTF on the sheet. Think of it more as um, a little story from life, OK? So forget that it has this WTF thing, which everybody loves, one of the most popular features in radio history. That's what they're saying. But don't think about it like that. Just think about it as an observation from a listener, OK? You go along with that? It's a question. It's not a rhetorical question. It's a question. I'm not really engaging with this. Uh, and like I'm saying, just think of it as... It's from Henry Hepburn, and Henry has written it, and the least you can do is listen to it, OK? The, the least I can do is much less than listen to it. Well, that's, it would be very rude to Henry, who's been listening to it. I don't know Henry. Long. Well, he's I a nice guy. Is he? I have no idea. Can you vouch for him? Yes. No. <laughs> OK. So <laughs> you'd be willing to stand up in court as a character witness? I'm hoping... Yes, I will do You will? Course. OK, fine. In fact, we, we make that offer to all our listeners. <laughs> that... Whatever happens in the future, if you get into trouble, we will, Mark and I will come to court and speak up for you because we trust you. He was you. led astray by the treachery of others. Because there are no criminals who listen to this programme because they, we weeded them out a while back. <laughs> okay. Simon and Mark, I'm hoping, says. Well, Henry, I, can I just say, I know for a fact that that's not true. Henry Hepburn. Really? Doesn't matter. How many criminals listen to this show? <laughs> you are a criminal listening to the show. Stop. Stop, but let us know who you are, and then we'll shop you. Henry says, I'm hoping that just as you reach the finishing line... It's not the finishing line. Just saying. Can you help me complete a 42-year quest? Can we? I don't care, because this is part of the WTF. Thing. In 1980, at the age of five... If you OK, here's the thing. If you engage with this, we'll agree to park it. If you don't engage, it's coming back. Go on. In 1980, at the age of five, I had the defining film-watching experience of my life. I lived in the Aberdeenshire village of Pitmedden with my parents and my little sister. One night, my dad and I ended up watching a film 
that happened to appear on one of the three channels we had back in the day. Those were the days. It sparked my lifelong love of cinema, even though I'd never been able to work out what it was. As I remember it, it was from... This is one viewing. A long time ago, there is a married couple who live in a city by the river, possibly Paris. Their relationship is floundering. The husband is quiet and unassuming and a source of constant irritation to his wife. So he invents... An Hang on, this is just a documentary about us at home, isn't That's it? Right. Yeah, it's true. That's what I was thinking. This bit doesn't work. So he invents an alter ego, a mercurial mad professor type whose outlandish outfits and grand gestures are in stark contrast to the husband. A fake pointy beard, a hat possibly a chilby, uh, glasses seem to be more than enough to hide his true identity from his wife, who falls for this compelling newcomer on the scene while continuing to berate her feckless husband. So she doesn't realise that it's the same guy? Correct. OK, that's the Pina Colada song. It is exactly the Pina Colada song. At the end, to the distress of his wife, the professor slowly walks down an embankment into the river by the couple's home until finally his umbrella, closed and held pointing straight at the sky, slowly disappears. I was stunned enough by that ambiguous ending. I'd never seen such a grown-up film before. And even more, when God Save the Queen was played afterwards as television came to a close for the day. When was this, 1944? Uh, I ran down to breakfast the next morning, shouting to my mum, I stayed up until television ended. I stayed up until TV ended. My dad has no memory of that night or the film, and it hasn't rung a bell for anyone I've mentioned it to over the years. About 25 years ago, when Empire had a feature, feature akin to WTF, I asked them, but my letter was never published. Google hasn't helped either but I'm still a little worried that the film in question, which feels like it was made in the 1950s, is a classic, and then it's going to be completely obvious to everyone. How embarrassing would that be after 42 years? Still, I live in hope that you can finally solve this mystery for me all these decades later. I'd love to watch it again and see if this film is anything like my memories of it. Uh, Henry Hepburn, now in Fulkirk. Any bells? Any bells? Can you help, Henry? Henry's, Henry's asking for help. Are you turning a drowning man? I have no idea. Okay, I mean, you're, and you're right. Probably even now, people are shouting at the radio, going, "It's blah." The one thing I am pleased about in this feature that I hate more than I hate some many things Best feature. is yep. is that I think so far there hasn't been a film that I have seen and forgotten about, except for the one in which they didn't mention that it had a shark in it. Well, do you remember that? The one, yes. that the one that actually began like it was in space, but they never mentioned that it was in space. And then when we, when we, when we, when we realised what it was, we then went back and read the description and went, yeah, that's like saying you're describing the towering inferno, but at no point do you mention the tower. Or arachnophobia. Or the inferno. Arachnophobia, that's the people who are very scared. That's right, it's the people who are very you scared. the spiders? And then at one point, Julian Sands is quite bad in it. But, um, so, yes, no, I don't have any idea. So now we can park the feature because no, I've no, engaged. But, no, because what we, engaged. Want, we, we want some answers. I've engaged parking. Beep, 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 beep. That's the parking sensor. If you think that's engaging, then... I did engage. I engaged. Well, I engaged with it. I some, don't know what the answer is. I don't care what the answer engagement is either. For next week, mayo at bbc.co.uk. Use that email before it becomes defunct. There is someone... What's going to happen to your email address? There, there is someone already waiting on the email delete button. Delete, 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 delete. So use it while it's there. Fill the box.